What's up and welcome to the Single Player Experience Podcast. As always, I'm your host Sebastian Malden and in this episode, I'm going to be talking about a game that I've been looking forward to for a very long time, and that's AEW Fight Forever. Just like AEW is an alternative to WWE, Fight Forever is offering a completely different kind of wrestling game than the WWE 2K series by promising a game that's closer to the arcade-like wrestling games of the past. So, is this a good alternative? Does it bring back the feeling we had playing games like No Mercy, SmackDown vs. Raw, and WWE SmackDown? Find out right after the intro. DJ, start the intro, man! Welcome to the Single Player Experience Podcast, the premier podcast where single player gamers can find out about the single player games that they need to play and have in their backlog. As always, I'm your host Sebastian Malden and I want to ask you a favor. If you like the episode, like, subscribe, and leave a review. It helps the podcast grow and reach other people. By the way, I also want to invite you to join the Single Player Experience Discord server. There you can find all the video game recommendations, hang out with other gamers, and discuss the dope games that you are currently playing. The link to join the Discord is in the description. Enough about all that housekeeping because we got a good episode for you today. So, let's get to it. DJ, cut the beat. You know, it's crazy because when AEW was first announced, I found myself craving an alternative to WWE television. So fast forwarding a few years, I had that same level of excitement when AEW announced his first game, AEW Fight Forever. That level of excitement was amplified when I found out that Yukes and Hadayuki Iwashita was leaving the project. These are the same minds that made the classic WWE No Mercy. So, does this game provide that old school fun that has been missing in wrestling games? Is AEW Fight Forever a good wrestling game alternative that is worth adding to your video game backlog list? Let's dive into it. First, I want to let you know that AEW Fight Forever is available on June 29th, 2023. I was provided with an early review code, shout out and thank you to THU Nordic for hooking your boy up. You can play this wrestling game on the PS5, PS4, Switch, PC, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X and S. Pretty much if it's a modern day console, you can play this game on it. So with that said, let's get started with the narrative. Besides the exhibition matches, there are two other modes in AEW Fight Forever, the online matchmaking and the road to the elite. While I didn't get to try out the online matchmaking program prior to its release, I did get to dive deep into road to the elite. The road to the elite is AEW's Fight Forever's career mode. You can play as a superstar during AEW's first year. You relive some of AEW's standout historical moments as well as create your own. A part of managing your superstar is building their stats, buffs, and going through the one year story. You have a stamina system in this mode and you kind of have to pick and choose your time on what you're going to allocate your time towards. Are you going to go out to eat? Are you going to see the road and see the sights? Are you going to cut a public promo and sort of raise your hype and appeal and your motivation? Or are you going to put in that time in the gym and start to get those points in so you can spend those on upgrading your character further? The choice is up to you, but you do have a limited amount of choices that you can do each and every week leading up to each pay-per-view because you have a stamina meter. So, while the effort to provide a story in this mode, Road to the Elite, is appreciated, unfortunately, nothing in this mode really feels like a great overall story. It would have been great to see and have some meaningful long stories play out. 
other than that though this is a really good time i had a lot of fun i beat the store like road to the elite story with one character in about a day and a half so you can really mow through that mode if you want to next i want to talk about the gameplay the purpose behind AEW Fight Forever was to provide an arcade-like alternative to WWE's 2K simulation direction. I'm happy to report that Ukes absolutely nailed the gameplay. I had a really good time playing this game. AEW Fight Forever has a real pick up and play factor to it that's been missing in wrestling games for decades. It's always been hard to hand a friend a controller to play WWE 2K because it has a really steep learning curve. That's not the case with AEW Fight Forever. The controls are simple enough that I can teach a friend how to play and have a competitive match in about 10 minutes. Veteran WWE 2K players, I'm going to say, are going to have a bit of a challenging time adapting to the differences in the controls here. On Xbox, you counter strikes using RB and counter grapples using LB. The B button is how you run, X and Y are how you do like quick attacks and strong attacks, and then A is how you grab and grapple somebody. You use the right analog stick to execute your finishing moves. You use the face directional buttons basically to use your signature moves. Grappling and strikes in comparison are really simple. You just basically use the face buttons and you kind of execute them like I just said. It does seem like this game, I will say, went out of its way to be different. The entrances are short and just shows the wrestlers at the top of the ramp, as opposed to the WWE style where you actually get to see their full full embodiment of their like whole entrances. Like if the Undertaker was in this game, for instance, you'd basically see him appear on the ramp. You might see him start to walk down and then it would cut to the next wrestler. That's kind of how this game purely operates. With MGF, for instance, in this game, you basically see him walk out, you kind of can hear the people boo, and then he shows you the ring, he kisses the ring, and then he basically punches at the camera, and it cuts to the next wrestler coming out for the intro. That took a little bit to get used to. I'm so used to these wrestling games having these full-fledged, like, over-the-top WWE-style entrances, and to be honest i sort of missed that i really wish aew would have went the whole mile and let you kind of see how all these interests would have played out i do got to say though i like how you can control what type of pyro goes off during everyone's entrance even though you basically only get to see their entrances on the ramp side you have you can use the face button to decide if like the smoke goes off if like the sparkle pyro goes off or full-fledged like flames and fireworks go off I mentioned that this game goes out of its way to be different and some of the gameplay does that as well. For instance, to kick out or to resist tapping out is very retro. You basically push the face buttons down as much as you can to kind of wheel your superstar onwards. It is very old school and quite frankly, I'm not used to doing that anymore. So my hands got tired as hell trying to mash A a lot of times to wheel my person to kick out of a Judas effect or to like wheel my created superstar to kind of wheel out his way out of like Daniel Bryan's like LaBelle lock. Some more differences include the three match types that are very different than what you get with WWE 2K, and that's the exploding barbed wire death match, the intergender matches, yes, men and women can face each other in AEW Fight Forever, and the casino battle royal. While all these matches have the pros, especially the exploding barbed wire death match, you can legitimately, that's probably the bloodiest match I've ever played in any wrestling video game of all time. 
while it is great that we do have these matches here it does feel like some of the popular matches that we've been accustomed to getting in video games especially wrestling video games are really missing in this like the first blood match the steel cage match war games slash blood and guts match if you want to call it blood and guts since this is AEW, tables matches are missing from this and like uh, most importantly or maybe not most importantly depending on who you are submission matches like they are missing submission matches in this game that's crazy to me now i want to pivot and talk about some additional pros while i did run into a few glitches involving the ring i will say that this game feels well polished gameplay wise i didn't experience any game breaking bugs freezes or crashes we for sure can say that about wwe 2k20 damn sure can say about that game somebody should still be brought up on charges for putting out that mess as a matter of fact another pro about AEW fight forever is the game's music the soundtrack for the game is a solid mixture of different genres which is very traditional for wrestling games but the pleasant surprise comes from like the fair amount of songs that were performed by AEW talent like Platinum Max from The Acclaimed, Sunny Kiss, Austin Gunn, and Swerve Strickland all put their talents on display and made some really cool songs for you to listen to in AEW Fight Forever. Now I want to switch gears and talk about some flaws. A major flaw of AEW Fight Forever is that everything outside of the in-ring action seems to be at the beginning stages. For example, the online mode is just matchmaking. Over the years in wrestling games, we've had the ability to download the creations of other people, superstars, belts, arenas, and many more, but all that is absent in this game. If you want to see a created wrestler in this game, then you're going to have to do the dirty work and create them your damn self. I was hot about this because I'm one of those people who love to download some of the really cool like designs that other people put out. Like over the years, I've downloaded hella many CM Punks. I've downloaded a lot of AEW wrestlers like Kenny Omega and Okada and such like that from New Japan just because like I know that I know have the artistic skill to make those characters, make these wrestlers in these type of games. So to me, like the creation suite and the online creation suite was like an important aspect of, of these type of games. And to not have that here is a huge bummer if I'm being honest. That's just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to the creation suite because it's sorely lacking as it only offers the very basics. You get a bare bones selection of clothing items and character models. With those clothing items, you can't even customize them with logos, change the materials of the items, or even change the colors of many of those items. Sadly, the options are just as scarce when it comes to editing your wrestler's physical appearance. Yes, their physical appearance. Sure, you can make them like bigger, taller, fatter, smaller. Like you can do that, but if you really want to get like deep into the details of like the facial structure and all that kind of stuff, you're not going to be able to do that. So, the creation suite is simply abysmal in AEW Fight Forever. So another thing that kind of rubbed me the wrong way is that there is a lack of player-focused features in this game. When editing a moveset, for instance, in WWE 2K22, the moves are neatly categorized. It's easy to find suplexes, top rope diving moves, submissions, and more because they're labeled in their own tabs at the very top when you're editing moves. In AEW Fight Forever, all the moves are just thrown onto one single list. I cannot tell you how archaic that feels. 
I get it. Just because you want something to be retro and feel like No Mercy doesn't mean you have to take all the elements of that game. You can modernize it and use some of the stuff that's worked in the new games into this game, for instance. I don't get why they didn't just simply copy the alphabet system in WWE 2K22. Like, that to me is mind-boggling. So, here's an example of what I mean by the alphabet system. Like, in WWE 2K22, you can simply, like, choose to go to, like, the standing front attacks, for instance, and then you can choose to, like, fast-forward from, like, A all the way and tab over all the way to the g's uh, in that list so you can instantly go from like airplane suplex or the airplane crash all the way down to like german suplexes and basically like um, a german uppercut like within a second or two in this game you legitimately have to scroll all the way down that big ass list i was talking about or you can simply use like the right or left button on the d-pad and you can and it'll kind of skip over some of the, the some of like the names on the list but you still have to kind of it still is a very tedious process if i'm being honest and i hate it i absolutely hate it Another aspect of the game that most will find lacking is the game modes. There simply isn't enough of them. The 2K games offer a universe mode where you can control all aspects of the WWE, an online factions mode which is a microtransaction field card collecting mode, that should go to hell in a handbasket, and it's even got a MyGM mode. This game, AEW Fight Forever, made a huge gamble by relying on exhibition, online, and its road to the elite modes. Unfortunately, it feels like the result of that gamble is a game that doesn't provide a lot of reasons for gamers to invest their time into the game outside of a few days, maybe even just a weekend. Other than the sheer gameplay, there's not a whole lot of replayability factor to this game. My final gripe with AEW Fight Forever is that at launch, there's a ton of AEW wrestlers that are missing from the lineup. Here are some glaring omissions. The acclaimed, shout out to my boy Max Caster, is completely missing from this game. FTR, LAX, Jake Hager, Evil Uno, Hook, Red Velvet, Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian, Swerve Strickland, Keith Lee, The Guns, who probably got one of the most badass intros in wrestling right now, Layla Hirsch, Athena, Brody King, Buddy Matthews, etc, etc. Some of you are probably saying these guys are too new to be in the game. Well... These wrestlers, at least a lot of them, have been in AEW since before Jeff Hardy, Brian Danielson, and Adam Cole, bye-bye, and all three of those guys are in this game as well. Some of you might be saying, well, some of these wrestlers aren't in AEW anymore. For that comment, I'll push back and say that Cody Rhodes is in this game, and he's living his best life in WWE right now. So, all this info tells us that the roster selection for AEW Fight Forever is just weird as hell. And look, I get it. Some of you are probably rolling your eyes and saying, like, you have 50 wrestlers to play with at launch. And to quote Stone Cold Steve Austin, I don't give a rat's ass. A lot of these wrestlers were either in AEW while this game was being developed or are currently in AEW right now. So they should be in this game. I don't want to have to pay like a whole bunch of DLC packs just to get wrestlers that should have been in this game to begin with. All that said, though, should you play AEW Fight Forever? I think the answer to that question is yes, especially if you're craving a modern day take of the video game No Mercy or just an arcade wrestling game. 
while AEW Fight Forever feels half-cooked and has many flaws, as I listed previously, it is still one of the most fun wrestling games that i played in a very long time. AEW Fight Forever is a solid first attempt and proof of concept. It just needs a bit more padding to reach that world championship level potential of video games. So yeah, I think you should definitely check out AEW Fight Forever, especially if you're a wrestling game fan. In this show, we practice the 10 games backlog rule. In this practice, you log down 10 games. Those games are going to be your video game backlog. To be as productive as you possibly can be, we recommend that you only play three games at one time. One single player narrative game, one game that's going to be your chill and relax game, and another game that's going to be your palate cleanser game, which is a game that you play when you're not in the mood for your other narrative games. When you complete or get tired of one game, it leaves the backlog list. Then you decide which new game is added to the list and which game on the list advances to your active three games. So, where should AEW Fight Forever fit in your video game backlog list? Honestly, this game is the definition of a chill and relaxed sports game. It could be a solid palate cleanser game, especially if you're playing something heavy narratively and you want to take a break from it. But I gotta say, it's tailor-made to be a game that you play when you just want to kill some time. If you have like 20 to 30 minutes to where you can just pick up the controller for a little bit, I definitely recommend you check out AEW Fight Forever as your chill and relaxed sports game. So that is the game recommendation of the week that you should consider adding to your video game backlog. Just like I said earlier, I have a favor to ask. If you liked the episode, subscribe and leave a review. It helps the podcast grow and reach other people. And I'd love to see you in the single player experience discord server. There you can find some video game recommendations. You can also give me feedback on episodes. You can hang out with some other gamers and you can discuss the games that you are currently playing. The link to join our discord server is in the description of this episode. Once you're in, feel free to share your video game backlog list or talk about the good single player game experiences that you've had lately. Once again, I want to thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can catch the single player experience episodes dropping every Tuesday and Thursday. I've been Sebastian and until next time, I hope you stay safe, stay gaming, and I hope to catch you in the next one. Peace.